Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Mr. Opinion Head here on the Lodef Media Podcast channel. Hey, tonight, today, this afternoon, morning, wherever you are watching or listening to this podcast, whatever time, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to join us. Um, just a quick kind of setup here. Always like to go over the gear just in case you might be uh, new into podcasting and you're wondering, you know, what does it take? Um, today, using a very inexpensive, probably a $35 1080p webcam made by a company I cannot pronounce the name of. And uh, in front of me is my trusty dusty Blue Yeti microphone. Uh, this one still retails for around $100. Uh, this is the blackout edition, uh, so it might be just a tad bit more, uh, but these things have been around forever, and I really like this microphone. It's just plug and play. Works great. Let me know in the comments below if uh, you like the audio coming uh, out of this microphone for this evening's podcast. And uh, if this image is less than usable, let me know because um, I'm looking at the monitor and everything. Seems to be okay. I've done, I've used this webcam in the past and it has produced usable results. So I'm hoping to get the same thing tonight. So, hey, real quick, what are we talking about? Um, it's been a while since I've recorded a podcast. Um, I want to say, uh, I want to apologize for the state of my office slash studio slash storage room. Uh, you can kind of look around and, you know, I've got things over here on the desk and I've got things over here. Uh, this is a, a studio that I use every single day. Um, so I'm the kind of person and I, you may be very similar. They say that, um, a clean desk is a sign of a sick mind. And I am a prime example of that. I don't like a clean desk. I, I'm a conundrum. I do like the appearance of a clean desk, the aesthetic of it, uh, orderly, but it just doesn't work for me. I have to have everything out where I can see it so that when I need to use it, it's right there at my fingertips. I don't have to wonder where did I put it. And I'll give you an example. Um, this right here, and then pull this into frame. This is just a, a little camera mount. All right. It's um, made of solid metal. And what you do is you put your, your camera on here and then uh, if you're doing static photography, you can adjust it here, there, and everywhere. And um, I wanted to, I wanted to use it, but I couldn't find it. I had no idea where I put it. I had to look everywhere for this thing. And now that I've got it, or I found it, I just I mounted it here and I left it. So when I need it again, it's right in front of me. I've got mic stands, I've got lights and microphones, and just all kinds of stuff around me because that's the way my brain works. I want it to be tidy, I want it to be organized, but then when I do that, I can't find anything, I pull everything out and I end up the way I am right now. So, now that we've gotten out of, got that out of the way, tonight's topics, today's topics. Uh, the first, and I wrote down some handy dandy little notes. Um, the first thing is, and now I can't read it because it's dark here in my office. Um, what is that? I think I know what it is. <laughs> All right. I read, an, um, actually I saw, I think it was something on Instagram that said um, 
It made a point about capitalism. And uh, who was it? It was someone notable. He's an actor. That's who it is. He's the guy from Breaking Bad who plays the brother-in-law. He's the, the cop. And he said, uh, and I'm, I'm just going to paraphrase, but he said, anybody complaining about high ga- gas prices needs to shut up uh, because that's capitalism. And I, I, I had to think about that for a minute because you know what? He is absolutely 100% correct that if you want to live in a capitalist society where you have the opportunity to make as much money as the market will allow you to make, and if it's your chance to make money, for example, YouTube, people want to make money with YouTube. People want to make money with podcasts. And in a capitalist society, you have that opportunity, right? You have uh, supply and demand. I have the supply of content. You have the demand. And where we meet is where we you know, decide how much it's worth, the value. Same thing with gasoline. The gas stations have the supply. We have the demand. And they get to decide how much to charge for based on what it takes to get it to us. So we can't complain about it. I mean, we can complain that it sucks, but we can't complain to the point we want them to lower it to satisfy us because that's not how capitalism works. Uh, That's more like socialism where we don't want anything to be expensive and we want to level the playing field so everybody's got to, um, you know, sacrifice in order for things to be at a, a certain price point. And that's not what we want. We want capitalism. So uh, it sucks that gas is so expensive, but that's that's the way it is. Now, I will say this, and I've mentioned this before on a previous podcast, that we have the ability to bring those costs down when talking about gas. We have the ability, and that's to slow down, to drive slower. I was on the uh, interstate today, and cars were, I was doing 80, and cars were blowing by me at 80 miles an hour and weaving in and out of traffic because traffic was too slow for them. So I will say this, if we as a whole, as a society decided, you know what, we want gas prices to be cheaper, well then go slower. That increases the, you get better gas mileage, that increases increases the amount of gas that's available because you're using less of it and prices would go down. It would work. All right, what's uh, topic number two? Topic number two is, I'm going to have to resort to my glasses yet again. All right, labor crisis. I saw an article just today. Uh, It was on Flipboard. If you're not familiar with Flipboard, uh, if you have an iPad, um, and, and I don't think it's restricted to just Apple products, but I use it on my iPad. And it collates uh, news st- uh, articles and stories based on your preferences from a variety of different sources. And so it becomes, you know, like this repository of all this information, right? So I'm, I'm sifting through there and I see this article that talks about how Amazon is saying that they will have a labor crisis they will have exhausted the labor supply by 2024. And certain markets will be faster than that, but 2024 across the board. And I thought, okay, when I first saw it, I thought, wait, there's no way that, that there won't be any more labor available, that they're going to run out. But that, that's not what the article said. The article said that in 2024, they will have utilized all the labor that is willing to work at Amazon doing what they do 
that the labor pool will be exhausted. Now, that's not to say there aren't other, there aren't any more people there. That means being qualified, that don't already have a job. And so the people in these markets, specifically out west, California, Arizona, Nevada, those places, they will have exhausted those markets by 2024. And so it led me to think this. I look in, in my town, I live just outside of Atlanta, and there are still fast food stores, chains, restaurants that say, we can't open the lobby because we don't have the, the labor force. We don't have employees. We can't do it. The staff. Uh, I've been to restaurants where they didn't open on time because they didn't have people come into work. Uh, I was at a restaurant the other day, Cracker Barrel. They said only two sh- uh, two cooks showed up. So managers were working the line trying to get food out. And it took an uh, over an hour. I, I did an online order, ordered it at 6.30, said it would be at, ready at 7.08. I didn't get my food until 8 o'clock. And so I see the labor shortages here. I'm feeling that pain. Uh, the company I work for, they're having a hard time filling positions because people just aren't applying. So it leads me to think this, where are they working? Where did they go? Where did this labor force, where, where did they run to? What are they doing to make money? They, they used to work at these places. Why are they not working there now? So if you know the answer to that, let me know. The conventional wisdom would say that they they found alternate ways of making money because most people don't want to go back to an office. So they found ways to become like entrepreneurs and make money that way. Some are Uber drivers or DoorDash, Uber Eats, those kind of things. Or uh, some have resorted to online businesses, um, working in any number of companies that still allow people to work from home. Not my company, but there are other companies out there that do that. Maybe you're a customer service representative who you can just answer calls at home. I don't know. I don't know where they went. But this labor pool that we used to have at a time where jobs were hard to get because so many people wanted them, where did those people go? The pandemic happened. And then uh, once we kind of got clear of that and things got a little bit more back to normal, where did these people go? If you know, let me know. Hit me up in the comments below. Uh, Send me an email because I would love to know your thoughts and I would love to talk about those thoughts here on the show. All right. We always like to keep the show under 15 minutes and... um, Right now we're at 10, so we've got two more topics to go, and then I will cut you loose. The third topic is the recession. Now, we've all heard talk of the recession or talk about a recession and that people, especially economic experts, are fearful uh, that we're going to enter into a recession. Well, I will tell you this. From what I can see, I see the effects of or or what would cause a recession? Inflation. Things become more expensive. People aren't getting paid enough to pay for those, so they pull back and don't buy as much, and so that's a recession, a slowing of spending. But as much as I see higher prices, and as much as I hear people complain, and as much as I see news reports about 8% inflation and $7 gas out west, I will say this. Again, On the interstate, I still see people driving. I still see people driving fast. I still see restaurants full. I still see lines in grocery stores. And I still see lines when I go to check out at a retail. Uh, I went to Old Navy not too long ago. And there was plenty of people in there buying clothes. 
And so, yes, prices are more expensive, but people are still paying that price. And I haven't seen a slowdown. And when I drive to work, I, I take an interstate to work every morning, take that same interstate on the way home. It is packed with semi-tractor trailers. Just, they almost outnumber the cars. And it re- that's what really impacts my commute. It's not the other cars. It's the semis that you're having to navigate around and they're navigating around other people and it really clogs up uh, the interstate. And so as much as I want to say, yeah, we're headed for a recession, I, I, I don't see it. Texas Roadhouse, where I live, it's kind of newer. They just opened it up, packed all the time. Every time those doors are open, that parking lot is full. So I understand why or what things would cause an economy to enter into a recession. Uh, I see those things, but I'm not seeing a slowdown in the spending, at least not what I can see. I mean, there it's just people are still spending. People are still driving. There are new cars on the road. Houses here in my neighborhood are still being put up for sale and still being bought, purchased. And so I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really understand or I understand what a recession is, but I don't see where it's happening just yet. All right. Last topic. We're at 13 and a half supply chain. We just talked about it there. You hear about supply chain issues and that's what's causing a delay in certain things is, oh yeah, supply chain. But like I said, I see semi tractor trailers packing the interstate all day long. Every time I'm on the interstate, I see tractor trailers and and I live really close to a train and that train runs every day. And I, I packed with, you know, rail cars. And uh, so as far as the commerce part goes, I'm seeing goods being, you know, moved along the, I don't know what you call it, the supply chain every day. So again, that's one of those things where I just, I shake my head and I just don't understand. They're saying that there's a slowdown in the supply chain. Gas prices are higher. So that creates a higher cost for tractor trailers, drivers, but I still see just as many. So were they making just more money before and now they're making less money because they're having to spend more on the fuel cost. So while they're still making a profit, they're just not making as much of a profit. Help me out. How does this, how is this happening that there is a supply chain issue, but everything that I see that is part of a supply chain is still operating at a very high capacity. And so I I look at, um, now I will say that certain items, i.e. my, um, computer chips, microchips, um, I've seen that where, oh, good Lord. My stupid computer timed out. All right. Hopefully we're back up. Um, Like I was saying, I've seen where certain items like computer chips or meat products like beef, um, chicken, some of those things have um, definitely been impacted because of just availability. It wasn't the supply chain. It was the availability. Um, certain things, I know that there was, um, some talk about, uh, wheat, wheat products, uh, being impacted because of the war in Ukraine. 
So that's different than a supply chain issue. That's not a supply chain. That's supply, period. Supply is impacted. Um, there was, where did I go? I went to a restaurant and they were saying they were out of certain items. Oh, um, Taco Bell one time I went there and they couldn't serve half of their menu because they said that they didn't get a truck delivered. Now that's a supply issue, not a supply chain issue. They had food. The truck just didn't make it on time. So if, uh, you have more insight onto this supply chain issue, please let me know fire it up. Um, again, would love to make this a discussion and I would love to discuss these, the, the, your feedback on the show. Uh, so I'm looking over at my trusty dusty clock. It says 1640. So we're a tad bit over, um, in the coming episodes, I want to, uh, kind of switch gears. I want to talk a little bit about some of the, uh, tech items that I've purchased recently, low cost, low cost tech items that I'm thinking you might like. Uh, for example, I'm just kind of looking around, uh, some of the things that we'll talk about, uh, bought a phone gimbal, put that up there. Phone gimbal looks very similar to a DJI gimbal. Um, but this is made by Vivitar and I just bought it at Walmart. Works pretty good so far. Folds up just like a DJI, um, Osmo gimbal would. And so maybe that will be something uh, that you will benefit from so that I'm going to talk about that. And this is a Logitech uh, mouse uh, that is ergonomic. You can kind of see that in there. And it has the ability to connect to three different computers. So you just tap a button. And so I use a Mac. That's what I'm using now uh, for all my content. And then I use a, a Windows computer for work so I can toggle between the two. Or I could be using my Mac mini on my desk and have my laptop over here and be able to tog toggle back and forth with a single mouse and a single keyboard because I have this Logitech keyboard uh, that allows me to um, connect to multiple computers uh, up to three and just press a button and switch in between three different computers connects by Bluetooth. So those would be forthcoming. Uh, but for now, this has been Mr. Opinion Head here on the Low Def Media Podcast channel, thanking you for taking the time. Uh, if you like this kind of content, hey, please let me know. Hit a like, subscribe, so that uh, you can be notified for when the next episode drops. And uh, hey, we will look forward to seeing you in the next one.